Welcome to Little Things, your weekly friend meet cute with me, Coastly Cummings. It's cozy time. Hello, you are listening to the Little Things podcast with Coastly. This is the podcast where I talk about creativity, motherhood, work, and life in Korea and how it all fits together. I'm Kosli, a writer and mom of four living in Seoul, and today I'm going to share about my NaNoWriMo writing experience and a few gift ideas from the first ever Little Things holiday gift guide. You can follow along with Little Things on Instagram at PaulLittleThings, on Twitter at PaulLittleThings, and on Facebook in our private Facebook group. We did something crazy <laughs> last week week. I can't believe that was already last week. We bought a puppy and I am not a pet person. I'm not really an animal person. I can appreciate them from afar. I like to go visit farms to show my kids nature and animals. Um, I love to, to be in nature and to see wild animals. Um, but I, and I like to go to aquariums and zoos, but it's not my favorite thing. I grew up with a cat. My family had a cat and we had various other animals, like even a rat and an iguana and, um, a guinea pig, but I've never loved them. And I think a lot of that is because I think I'm really allergic to most furry animals, especially cats. And so it was always like itchy and stuff whenever I touch our cat growing up. But our kids have been asking for a long time and we've been saying no for a long time. And I don't know what shifted, but I think it just kind of felt like, I don't know. It's like a little bit of a gut thing where you're just like, I think I should think about this more. So my husband and I started um, researching hypoallergenic breeds because we knew that if we were going to get an animal, that it would need to not give me an allergic reaction and make me miserable. A dog felt like it was out of the question because I just never have liked dogs. I'm I'm sorry. If you love dogs, I've never really loved dogs. I like kind of avoid them and I don't really pet them and they kind of drive me nuts. So, but now we have a dog and I love her. She's a Maltese Pomeranian miniature. Um, we, (laughs) it really spiraled quickly, spiraled up quickly. Um, we tend to make decisions fairly quickly. I think we like let it simmer in the back of our heads and don't really talk about it. But once we started talking about it, like my husband and I went on a date two Saturdays ago and then we're at dinner and then we went to a cafe after and we're just like chatting. And then I was like, should we look at, (laughs) should we talk about this? And he's like, and then I was like, I have a list of pros and cons list. And he's like, so do I. And we hadn't even talked about it. So once, I think we, once we started talking about it and really talking about the pros versus the cons, we kind of realized that if we could find a dog that didn't, that was um, a little bit more calm and manageable and was hypoallergenic, then it could work. And then within two days, we had gone gone uh, and started looking at a couple pups. And once we held this one, we knew she was coming home with us and we, we got her. Um, we surprised her. We love a good surprise. We wanted to get her f- for Christmas, but um, we could only wait about a week um, from putting down a deposit. So we <laughs> drove to Gangnam from where we live in 
commute traffic, which is supposed to take, it was supposed to take like 20 minutes and then it took us like 50. And then we waited in the car and then our kids were like falling apart. They were tired and like, what are we doing? Like, and I told them like, oh, you know, your dad's going into a cafe. Like, can you just hang out in the car for a little bit? And they were like, what are you guys doing? No, no, no. And then, um, then finally he came out and he was carrying a white box and then he handed me the box. He's like, what is, what's in the box? And he's like, told them like, oh, it's a cake. And then like, and he's like, gets in the car and he's like, do you want to show him the cake? <laughs> and then, so I opened it and then I pulled out the puppy and she's like, I mean, she's only 10 weeks old and she fits in my palm. So then I pulled her out and our minivan and like held her up and they were like, it just, the car went like silent and they could not, <laughs> they could not believe it. And I can't remember which one of the kids said it, but some, one of them was like, what, what is it? Like, is that, is that a puppy? And then my second oldest was like, is that our puppy? And then they were all just so excited and she was so cute. She was like really, really eager to like kiss everybody, but I, I held her on the way home and and then you have to be really careful with the new puppy. So they only played with for her for a few minutes when we got home. But it was just like the most exciting thing. And um, yeah, it's just been really, really sweet and joyful. And she sleeps the night and she's not potty trained, but we're working on it. And we have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> and she's so little that we have to be careful. And um, she mostly stays inside this little um, kind of mobile fenced area in our front room because uh we don't want to accidentally smush her or anything <laughs> but during the day she's able to run around a little bit more but she kind of still sleeps a lot and it's just been really fun and we named her sana which is a swedish name that we've always loved and it means lily so yeah it's been really really fun and a one surprising thing well what a big surprising thing is that how much i just absolutely love her um, sometimes I just sit in the sun and like hold her in the afternoon and she, it's just like really soothing. I'm just shocked. I can't believe I have a dog. Um, the other thing is, is she, I think helps us all kind of regulate our emotions. And if someone's, when the kids is feeling overwhelmed, then well, right now, just the older ones, cause we try to be really careful with our little, little kids around her. Um, but they go in the other room with her and hold her and just relax. And I think she's just kind of like the neutral member of the family and um, just like a funny, calm slash playful, silly new member of the family that isn't emotionally tied up with the rest of us. And we can all agree that we just love her. Um, and so anyway, that's been a really fun, really, really fun thing that happened over Thanksgiving week. Got a puppy. I want to share a little bit about my three favorite products that I included on the holiday gift guide on my blog at littlethings.com. And these are in the category that I put under for you, for your best friend, or for your mom or mother figure. And I think that's just because they're kind of in the feminine um, arena, but they're not totally totally in that arena they can be for anybody um but they do they are in like the beauty skincare 
space. So one of my favorite things on my holiday gift guide is Nuke's Dry Body Oil. And I don't know if I'm saying that right, N-U-X-E. I believe it's like a French brand. And I'm new to it, but I heard about it in the Forever 35 Facebook group. I love that podcast and bought it immediately because it's at Costco here. I think it's at Costco most places, actually. I saw it online. It was like on sale a little bit, but it's about $40 for a large bottle of it. And you put it on after you shower or bathe and it smells amazing. Amazing. Like I know I've tried different like shower body oils and sometimes they smell good in the shower and then they start to smell weird and kind of stink. I don't always love scents on me, right? It has to, a smell has to work with your natural body chemistry, but from all the positive praise I hear about this body oil, I feel like it works with most people's scent profiles. <laughs> it's a mix of like a musky, floral, exotic kind of smell. It's not too strong, but it does still, I, I feel like it lasts for hours. Like I can still smell it on me um, in the late afternoon, even if I put it on early in the morning. And I tend to get pretty dry skin and this has helped. Like it not only smells really good, it actually works. <laughs> I love it. Um, and it seems like a good price for how much oil you get. I only use it a few times a week. And so I'll see how long the bottle lasts me, but it's, it's a pretty big bottle. I think it will last me about six months. And like I said, it's at Costco. Um, it's on Amazon too. I'll include a link in the show notes so you can check it out. My other favorite product on that list is for, is good if you have sensitive skin or you're looking for like plant-based vegan skincare products. And I found out about it, this brand, I found out about this brand from, oh gosh, now I can't remember his name. He's a vlogger. He's a skincare vlogger like Hiram something, I think. Rovectin is the name of the brand. R-O-V-E-C-T-I-N. I always spell stuff because I just do. Um, Rovectin. So they have, I included the water lily, or no, what is it called? Um, I can't remember, water cream. I included the face wash and there's another, it's like a liquid cream. My favorite of the three, so they're all in the holiday gift guide. My favorite of the three is the face wash. It is very inexpensive. I believe it's like $11 here on coupon and I love it. it. I have really sensitive skin and it gets dry really easily, but this seems to remove, and I don't wear foundation. If you wear foundation, you might need to still use, um, you know, makeup remover or an oil-based cleanser as well. I'm not sure. Um, I just wear sunscreen. So I just use a simple, uh, face wash before bed every night, but I love it. It doesn't have a smell. So you're not going to have a scent. I prefer to have a scent like in my, um, like night cream. And I do like a scent in my night cream. <laughs> it's lovely. It makes me feel like a fancy lady. Um, but I highly recommend that face wash. Um, I don't know how it does 
so I don't have acne prone skin. Um, I do get blemishes every once in a while, but my issue is more like dry, I have normal to dry skin and sensitive. Um, the last product in that list that I absolutely love is the Ordinary's Vitamin C Suspension. Now, I had used this um, a couple years ago, and I think, if I remember right, I either used it all or it may have fell, fallen out of my, I think it may have broken or something or gotten lost because I don't remember finishing it. Um, but I saw it here. So or, the Ordinary, I've talked about this a lot in the podcast in the past. I'm not sure which episode, I'll have to go back and check. Um, but it's like a very affordable skincare brand and that was like the whole premise is that they have high quality serums and lotions and that kind of product that's normally really expensive but they they i think they just make so much of it that they can charge less that's the idea um and i don't love all of their stuff but i do love a lot of it and i have probably tried um 15 to 20 of their products and so I found it here. I didn't know they sold it in Korea, but I saw I saw it in a store. And of course, it's a little bit more because it's imported, but it wasn't much. It was like for the vitamin C, the ordinary vitamin C suspension, I think I paid like $13 or $14 for um, a glass bottle of it. And I think in the States, it would have been like nine or 10. Um, so it's super, and it's that's so affordable for a good vitamin C. So what you do is this needs to go on at night and I don't, when I use this, I don't put anything else on actually. Um, I wash my face, let it air dry for a minute and then I put on the vitamin C all over my face and it does tingle a little bit and I put, always put it on my neck and I'm really trying to, whatever I do on my face, I do on my neck because I noticed I have a lot more um, like neck wrinkles. So it's amazing in the morning, it looks your skin is like very glowy and looks like more even and more soft. It seems like it kind of exfoliates too. I'm not sure, but it does tingle a little bit when you first put on, just so you know. Not burning, but like a light tingling sensation. Uh, but that would be an awesome gift for someone who's looking for a really basic but powerful skincare uh, a piece of their skincare puzzle. Honestly, if you just use that like a couple times a week, it probably really help. Um, and then, so let's see, the Revectin Face Wash Moisturizer, Clean Lotus Water Cream, and then the Ordinary Vitamin C Suspension. I guess it was just those products. No, there was one other thing I wanted to say. Um, I don't know how to say it. It's a French brand, I believe. Caudalie. I'm not sure if I'm saying it. C-A-U-D-A-L-I-E. I love this stuff. I have, um, some of the vino line and it's really lovely and smells really nice um but they also have a hand cream and you can get it on amazon or they often have sales um on their main website and it smells really good and it's like a really thick hand cream so if you're looking just for something that's kind of like a really nice smaller gift that would could be really good i've also discovered that Caudalie has spas like spa boutiques all over the world including a couple in korea one there is one in itaewon so for other friends or listeners who live in seoul they have um they do massages they do 
um, scalp massages and they do skincare and body treatments. They like, I think they serve, it's like a cafe too. They serve food there. I plan to check this out at some point. Um, it seemed, you know, it seemed pricey, but it wasn't, it wasn't extravagant, but it was definitely pricey. I think it was like, I mean, you're definitely paying for the whole experience and to use, they use their products on you, right, for the massage. So, um, but it looked really beautiful inside. And so you can look on their website. Um, I'll include it in the show links and see if there's one of their spa boutiques near you, where you are. I'm sure they're in the States too, and I'm sure they have them in Europe as well. Um, so those are my three favorite things in that category on the holiday gift guide. Um, I included experiences. I included a list of things <laughs> that your significant other can give you. And some of their, some of them are things. Many of them are not things. They are <clears throat> freedom of mind and heart. <laughs> they are the removal of the emotional and mental burden of caregiving, which I feel very passionate about, that you need to get a break from that. It's really important. It's a really hard job to be a to be a caregiver. I know a lot of us do it in a lot of different ways. Um, some of them are expensive, splurgy. Some of them cost not a penny, but will be much appreciated. Um, things like deep cleaning the house, like um, scheduling a manicure or pedicure for the person, us, and then taking over kids and everything else for the entire day. Um, a love letter, a surprise hotel stay, um, planning a couple's weekend trip for 2022 and coordinating all the childcare um, required for that. Something like doing 12 dates of 22. I just love that. And I also love, I've heard of people doing this, um, giving like an amount of money, whatever you can afford, whatever works and saying, and as a surprise and then saying, okay, you have, you know, two hours to spend it or four hours to spend it, um, as a way for the person to treat themselves anyway. And then I've also have a list for tween kids and toddlers. There's some small business on there. There's stuff on Amazon. <clears throat> there's stuff, there's stuff like board games that you may not have heard of. I can almost promise you, you haven't heard of these board games because my husband is obsessed with board games and we don't really, it's like his hobby. And so we don't really play typical board games. Um, we play, they're actually really fun. He does a really good job of finding good ones that are good for our little kids and slightly older kids and ones that I really like. So I've included some of our favorites on here for kids. And then our favorite book series, and some of these you may not have heard of. Um, I tend to be really picky with books. I'm not saying we have the same taste, but I am saying that not all chapter books are great. And I like see these book lists and I'm like, we've read that. And it's like not good. And it makes me so mad because I just, I want to be a little bit picky about what we read to our kids. Um, and then also included some not thing presents for kids experiences like a one-on-one -on -one saturday date um family readathons doing a yes day um turning off parents turning off their phones for 24 hours 
um, spontaneous adventure days, working on a hobby project together, that kind of thing. Um, but you can go to the blog post and see the entire holiday gift guide and get ideas for what would work for your family. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Little Things. Don't forget to like, subscribe to Little Things, and leave a review if you love the podcast. It really helps others find it. And don't forget to follow along on Instagram at PodLittleThings, on Facebook at Little Things Podcast, and on Twitter, PodLittleThings. Talk to you soon.